Welcome to Thrones and Scone. I feel like there should be like beautiful angel triumphant like horns and shit behind me like it's your can somebody make horns with their mouth it's your weekday morning podcast where we yeah it was supposed to be a a continual thing it's fine uh where we talk about game of thrones over (laughs) breakfast uh it is tony hans and jeremy in with you here on this friday along with our longtime returning friend rob bullock from and rob is your uncle i'm not going to make the same mistake that I did last time that Rob was on and asked him if he's still an uncle because I realized that that can only be... Uh, Murder. <laughs> like, decent at best and <laughs> catastrophic at worst. So, uh, hi, Rob. We'll just make an assumption that you're still probably going strong. Uh, welcome. Thanks again for for joining us ahead of what is what is about to be a pretty crazy weekend. No problem. I'm glad to be here. I I'm ready... I'm ready to speculate the shit out of this. <laughs> Let's speculate the shit out of Game of Thrones. Indeed. We tackled on Wednesday uh, all of the conspiracy theories, along with our friend Casey. And uh, today, we are going to actually make our individual and collective predictions as to what may and may not happen during Season 8 of Game of Thrones, which is all of two days away. Uh, I am I am giddy. I am... Uh, over over the moon excited i'm also not wearing any underwear right now it has nothing to do with any of this but it is true and i just felt like you guys should know since we're staring at each other's eyes i just wanted that to be very clear i'm staring at all of your eyes but you can't see mine so that's very nice for me (laughs) i'm probably naked right now and you guys wouldn't know fingers crossed Well, we just get to speculate then, since it's the theory of the uh, the whole episode. Like, oh my, let's see, are those nipple rings, Rob? <laughs> <laughs> and a set of chains connecting them. <laughs> I wish I had some chains in here so I could just like move the, move it around, <laughs> jingle them a little bit, <laughs> rattle your nipples for me, boy. <laughs> oh, guys. Um, so, I mean, what do you think? You guys think you're going to watch the new season on Sunday? No, Wait, probably so, not. I'm a little I'm a little thronesed out. Yeah. It's, it's professional hazard. Yeah. <laughs> T- today I got asked probably one of the most annoying questions I think ever when you mm. watch a great show and someone's like, oh, like, I, I want to get into it. Do you think I have to watch it from the beginning? Yeah. And I yeah. was like, um, like, I don't like... I'm like, you realize I do a podcast, like, that's how much I like this show and, like, how interesting (laughs) I'm in this. So, but then he's like, oh, yeah, but if you had to, like, say, like, what was the important parts to watch, what would you watch? And I was like, he's an attending, he's an MD, so I can't be like, I fucking hate you, kind of, right now. (laughs) But, um, um, yeah, so I was sitting there having this conversation with him and and a fellow resident who was like, oh, I watched Game of Thrones. I don't think you need to watch all of it. Uh, I just like kind of looked at this bitch and I'm like, you fucking shouldn't talk to me. Uh, <laughs> but what would you say is, because not in a sense, I told him like, no, from season one, watch the entire way through. There mm. are some episodes that kind of get a little slow, uh, but still I feel like you can fast forward. You don't need to necessarily like skip them. I wouldn't skip any episode because I do feel like there's something in every episode that's worth catching. Um, but what would you say is the, 
the episode that you would say this is Game of Thrones. Like this is why I would watch the Game of Thrones or why I would have you watch Game of Thrones. It is tough because I mean tough there's a lot of episodes that have this epic quality to and we've talked about but Game of Thrones is maybe more than most things I watch on TV such a narrative thing with yep. a lot of characters yep. and if you just kind of skip around you not only are seeing people you don't know you're in arcs that you're unfamiliar with and uh, you, you know they take a, a relatively long time to tell these stories um, yeah you try to bounce around into the exciting bits you're just gonna be lost constantly Um but I would say, as we kind of touched on um, in season six, ba- Battle of the Bastards is kind of, it, it has enough of a epic quality where if you're going to show somebody it, they're going to be like, oh shit, you know, they're going to be engrossed in it, even though they don't understand necessarily what's going on. There's going to be enough twists that even if they don't get like the nuance behind Littlefinger showing up with the Knights of the Vale, it's still a big thing. Um, it, it's got epic moments in it, and then it does just kind of as you learn more about the, you know, sadism. What's I don't know the word there. The sadistic nature of Ramsay, like oh, yeah. you know, it kind of fleshes that out a bit. When you learn more about what John has just been through in the past season, it fleshes that out a little bit. Um, but I, if there's anything, especially if it's not in the first season, I think it's probably that. I feel like with the Battle of the Bastards, though, um, if you were like your guest that was that was on who never watched it before that said that Mm -hmm. he enjoyed it right right off the bat, he had a little bit of knowledge going in, right? Yes. I feel like if you were going into that episode with no knowledge, there's a lot. There's a good chance you might think John is kind of the bad guy because of how like. Yeah. With with how he treats like with the stuff that happens to Ramsey. Yeah, Ramsey's a little bit of a cocky bastard in that, but we don't see you if you're just watching the Battle of the Bastards, you do not see this extent of which Ramsey is a bad guy. That's true. That is very true. So other than know. maybe the arrow scene <laughs> of him just messing with Right, Rickon but if you were if like let's say those like they they're walking in, they don't know the story on why these two are fighting. Ramsey could have, yeah, he's going to kill a kid, but like, oh, but John's his enemy and he knows that it's his brother. Like, that's something that could happen in war, I feel like. Maybe. True. (laughs) I think it is saved a little bit by the fact that, if I'm not mistaken, before the actual battle proper, there is that scene with John and Sansa and Davos and whoever else talking about, like... The things setting that he up did. for the battle, yeah. yeah talking th- about what Ramsey did because they very much warned John, like you know, you got to realize Rickon's dead. Like, don't play into his hand. He's gonna try to get in your head. Yep. Um, True. But I I agree. The Ramsey arc, like especially not even to just understand where everyone's coming from, but to really appreciate the fate of Ramsey like it, it you need the seasons of just boiling hatred yeah for sure yeah for sure so Ra would you so here's my thing about choosing an episode that late into uh, a series is I feel like I wanted to catch you a little earlier now I'm going to season four I think uh the watchers on the wall um or the mountain and the viper those two episodes 
Well, so Mountain and the Vipers awful political up until the last ten minutes. Right, right. It is, it is. But I think catching the end of that of seeing how cool a battle scene can be in the sense of this kind of, and which I think was really well done. Um, yeah. And such a the reason why I th- or I chose that one in the sense of uh, why I think it's cool is because you Game of Thrones is so good at making you think that you know how it's going to go. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they rip your heart out. And I think that is really cool in a show that is so fan service-y in, the, in a way, but still is like, nope, fuck you guys. Like, we're doing this the way we want to do this based on these books and um, and now away from the books, which I still, to my heart, really hope that there has been some conversation I mean, and Martin said that has said that that's kind of what is his direction is with them, with his comment or feedback to them. But I feel like the books are going to give us overarching same stories um, with major developments. But it's going to be cool to see all the the minor characters and what they're doing. Um, and then the, the Watches the Wall is one of my favorite episodes, uh, season four. Yeah, I mean, it's just fantastic. Another great battle scene. Another cool. Again, you still love John. You still believe in what he's seeing, what he's becoming. So I think that's a good thing. Hans? I'm just going back through my uh, my episodes real quick to see what I think the earliest episode that I could tell somebody oh, to watch is. I'm that's to think not the season beginning. three, but season three, it's like I think maybe the Battle of the Blackwater would it be might be that would oh, be yeah. a decent one to do yeah, because. Be it it it's got the action of Game of Thrones. It's got some of the like the mysticalness of Game of Thrones with the dragon fire. You know, you mm-hmm. get you get some of the you you get that King Joffrey is not really that great. You can see some of the turmoil from Cersei. You get the Hound doing some action. You get Tyrion doing some action. Like mm-hmm. it's got a lot of stuff in that that episode where you kind of you you see what's going on in the world, and then you get those little snippets of I'm I mean I can't. I can remember the Battle of Blackwater, but no, I do not remember if Daenerys or Jon were in that episode. <laughs> you know, I'm sure they were. I'm sure they showed a little I bit of it. I don't think they were, because I think the Blackwater episode is entirely at King's Landing. Is it? Yeah, I don't I think, think it's... So. Uh, I don't think it... I think it's just one isolated location. Okay. The Prince of Winterfell was good, because that's when Jacken mm. was get, doing a lot of things with debts and... Uh, was kind of a badass part, and you get the political stuff with uh, Rob being betrayed, and and there's a lot that's happening in that one too. It's lost a little bit if you don't know that Theon had allegiance to Rob and grew up with the kids and everything. Yeah, right, right. I honestly think for as you know, we talked about it being kind of ballsy, especially with the White Walkers, a weird way to start it off. The first episode, for as much character introduction as they do. It's like, pretty great. It's it really hook, especially with Bran falling at the end. Yeah, like, yeah. if you're not hooked at the end of that, that's what gets you to watch. I feel the next like that's episode. the tone of the show, mm-hmm. and you're not going to be into it. Yeah. I was I was not into Game of Thrones when I was watching that first episode, and then and then all of a sudden I see two people that were that were introduced to me as brother and sister fucking, and then and then <laughs> the brother pushing the little boy that we all learned to love right in the first. Uh, episode getting pushed off of the the wall and you're like oh shit this show's brutal <laughs> yeah yeah so anyway that's all that's uh that was my first kind of thing because i felt 
when I got that question today, it got me thinking, because I, I mean, I really feel like, and most pilots in those things are usually longer and do different things than other episodes from that point on. Um, and that's, that's part of the normal development. Sure. What I commend Game of Thrones is from literally episode one, season one, is we get the same quality, right? And we could talk technology advancing and all those things, but storytelling from the beginning yeah. is great. I would say that Ac- falls accents, a little bit in, in season seven, but. <laughs> oh, that's, that's true. Yeah. Well, Honestly, I mean, that's because writers have yeah. lost a little. Yeah. Uh, I would say I was actually going to bring up, uh, I think if I had to pick one of all of the seasons or the whole series, I think you have to pick battle of the bastards, but I do agree to pick an earlier one. I was going to bring up the battle of the black water. And then just to add one, we haven't talked about, and I can't remember what the rest of the episode is like. So this may or may not be a good one, but I do think this scene at hard home to kind of hit. Um, oh yeah hit that kind of white walkery type aspect of yeah. the show oh that was too that uh, was so badass yeah it's just a really good scene a lot of action kind of emphasizes what game of thrones about with the white walkers and and that you know how terrifying that uh threat is i think that would be a good one i can't remember what the rest of that episode is like off the top of my head right now though it's a it's a lot of time up there though yeah but that could be one yeah that's nice because it does it does show, you know, it shows you the giants, which is always cool. I mean, even the when the wildlings attack um, the wall, is that the battle? Is that the Watchers on the Wall episode? Yeah. Yeah. That one's pretty good, too. I don't know. I think that maybe, I, I, I can't remember exactly what episode it is, um, but I think it was like episode six. I think you see uh, Hodor's dick. <laughs> Ooh, oh, oh my God. Yeah, yeah. Never mind. Never mind. Fuck. I'll take back. Let's just focus there. Hodor's. Uh, it's the episode that we've been trying to beat since season one. It's never happened. Never, nothing's ever come The close. Ham gave it a good run when he's taking a piss. Gave it a great run. Uh, he really didn't, though. It was uh, it was season one, episode eight, the oh. pointy end. <laughs> <laughs> of course it was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, perfect. Um, the important question before we get into all of our speculation and predictions about season eight: Does anybody have a scone that they would like to talk about later on in the episode today? We did not establish that prior to recording. I have one. I if ha- you would like, I have one as well, but I can. Whatever. I, since I did last time, you want to go this time? I will I will happily go if, if you'd like. So uh, for the people who aren't going to be interested in the things we're going to talk about for the next hour, well, just stay tuned because you'll hear all about the maple gingerbread scone that mm. I ate in the fucking 80 degree weather outside. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everyone. The, yeah, exactly. Merry Christmas. Oh, all right. Um, I am, I, don't, I, I try to think of like, all the different ways we could start this episode, going person to person, talking about characters specifically, just talking about like the main speculation things we've already kind of hit on and rounding them out. I mean, what do you guys feel? Like what's what's on the tip of your brains? What do you want to touch on? Can I start? Is that okay? Yeah. yeah. All right. So um, being that we had a person email us who has read the books as well i uh, ran into her today at work 
Um, and so I really wanted to have an opportunity to ask her a question because she will talk to me a lot about like the differences and kind of like her qualms and things like that. And so today I asked her two questions and I want to ask all of us that. And she okay. also proposed a question and they're all kind of bigger questions. So I'll just start with those and then we can we can work them in however we want. Um, sure. But uh, the first question that was brought up is we have to name a main character that survives at the end of season eight. Um, the second question is we have to name someone who sits on the Iron Throne or, or is the, uh, the keeper of the realm at the end. Okay. okay. And then the question that she just emailed uh, us is how many dragons are alive at the end of season eight. And she said those that breathe fire or ice. So she did not, or whatever it is. So if all three are dead and, but they're alive as ice breathers at the end, great. Um, And she also kind of quantified, qualified that in the sense of, uh, are there going to be new dragons, which is something I brought up, you know, yesterday uh, as well. Um, So those are the first three that kind of like, I wanted to get out of the way. Now, those are some of those are kind of big questions, which I think we're going to answer in other ways as well. Um, But uh, that's where I think we should start. Does anyone have any opposition to that? Do you want to work those in or how do you want to do it? Great. Fantastic. (laughs) Uh, I'll start then. So the first one, who do I guarantee is alive at the end of this? Uh, And that would be my MVP. Tyrion. Of course. I feel, I feel like uh and just why I feel he has to be alive is because it is like the story of like the the um the train that could or what what is the bullshit thing? The, the little it's the tank engine. The yeah. little train that could. Yeah, it's like um he has all of we he gets railed on in this show. Um is that the term that we're going to use? Yep. I'm going to say he gets, he gets rammed in the ass in this show. Hard in this show. Rammed sure. hard <laughs> in the butthole uh, <laughs> the entire show, um, but uh, but overcomes those things. And I feel like that's a positive thing for him. I mean, hmm. he's he's not a warrior yet. We see him have success in the battle later after initially looking like a fool in, sure. in battle, right? Um and I do think all of these things are building where he's he's a leader, he's a hand, he's giving all this like advice, learning from his mistakes, re- admitting to mistakes, and I think all of that builds towards him being one of those people at the end of the show that has grown so much and offers so much wisdom. It makes sense, and I mean, I have more with him and my, my predictions so, for him, but I do think he survives. So wait, you think that Tyrion is going to be on the battlefield against the dead? So I think he's going to be a general, actually. Okay. And I think, and actually, so I think he's one of those people that has willing to listen to so many conversations that he will provide good good input and how to defeat them. And I would say that's coming that's a big part of that's gonna come from Sam. Um I think with his time spent at the Maesters, 
learning from things. We don't know everything he's learned there. And I do think a part of what he learned is going to be a big part in the battles in the future. Um, but I think that Tyrion in working with him is going to have a large role in the battles. I can see a number of ways of all of these things going, but for the for the sake of sanity and for the episode, I have come up with a narrative that I am choosing to subscribe to for episode or for season eight. And in that narrative, Tyrion does not survive. Okay. Uh, because <laughs> I think, because one of the key elements of that narrative that I've been clinging to since day one is Jamie's got to take out Cersei. And I think he needs another push for that. And I think that's got to be Tyrion. And I think that's that is a very uh, that's believable because I think that Tyrion would be he 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 tells himself he may be a shitty father to the kids that that are all dead he mm-hmm. may have disappointed Cersei by not being there maybe enough but he still was a good brother and I think if she kills him that absolutely could be the yeah that could be the snap but I think that's already kind of happened when he's watched what she's willing to do in the last season to the kingdom to essentially like saying fuck everyone else will will survive and True. and I don't know if he needs more because I think he's already seen that she's already gone that far I think I think Arya survives mm. Mm. okay only just because I can't really think of who would kill her at this point <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I have I have theories on that Ari is another one that I think is dead. Really? I, okay. I honestly think yep. Arya will be one of our first deaths. Me too. Oh my God. Me too. Uh, I don't know why. It just kind of seems, um, unfortunately, because we've saw, seen the trailer and now we know, um, her and John do see each other again. I would have bet that it prevents that uh, meeting in the first place, but I do still think it's going to be a, a push um for John. I, I'm trying to come up with the reason why Daenerys would want Arya gone or something, or maybe Arya finds out something about Danny and Danny has to take out Arya in a roundabout way. But what um, would Because again, big part of my theory is John's taking out Daenerys. And I think what? Arya rounds into his What do you think that Oh, so you think that Daenerys does something in this ep- in the next season that, that Arya is gonna find out about and that she's gonna end up killing my, Yeah. My guess is Daenerys finds out about Jon's lineage, gets super freaking paranoid about it. Arya finds out that Danny's planning something, tries to kill her, doesn't work, and then right. dies. And that's kind of what sets things into motion. Okay. that I could see that. I, <laughs> I honestly... I, when I first heard the, the Targaryen... Uh, that Tyrion was a Tar- that Tyrion could be a Targaryen. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I honestly thought that we we might see um, a little bit more of a uh, three dragons, you know, because sure. it's going to be the three. I think that my my speculation is I think that the White Walkers are going to wipe out the North in okay. by episode three. The North is going to be controlled by the White Walkers. I think okay. it's going to require everyone to move south to warmer weather. And, I mean, it was snowing in King's Landing. But, you know, I think it's going to move people south. And I think that all of the armies of the Seven Kingdoms are going to unite because they're going to finally see. And I think that I think that at a certain point, 
when the dead is walking, they're no longer loyal to the queen who's not doing anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? So oh, I sure. think I think it starts to people start to see, oh, King of the North King of the North, the last Targaryen, you know, they're rallying behind Tyrion, John, and Daenerys to fight the North. And I are to fight the White Walkers that are just increasingly getting larger because of all of the population of the North. And at that point, I think that if I'm going back to someone who survives, I, I'll, I'll go back to the original one. <laughs> someone who survives, I think, will be Jamie. Okay. I think okay. Jamie will be the last Lannister. St- will be the last Lannister standing. Uh, I agree with that. Yeah. Just because it's a, it's a, he's been a, I I think I said this on Wednesday, he's been a very tragic character and that is in a way a a fitting end to a tragic character. Like he, he is left, he has kind of beaten his, you know, mental demons and everything, but he is left to deal with that alone. And you know, it rounds that out nicely. So, so then Tony, I'm going to ask this. So is, is he your character you're going to guarantee is alive uh, as well? He is not because if it just <laughs> because there is talked, a character that I but think you haven't survived. said shit yet. Yeah, yeah. No, it's true. There is a character that I think survives no matter what the arc plays out in my head. And that's Sansa Stark. Oh, God. Um, be- I that's so that's funny you say that because that's the one character who I think dies early. I just don't see what. Because Sansa's kind of in the middle of her redemption arc, which oh. doesn't have to be finished. They can pull her out of it. They could kill her. But yeah. I don't necessarily necessarily see what her death does for any other character that somebody else's death would do better. Yeah. I think she's going to be used as motivation for the Starks, either for uh, Arya, which, you know, we've kind of been left to think that maybe there's a rift there. Interestingly enough, I think that that can be actually used as a motivation for Arya to have revenge against someone. Danny, I don't know. I think it could be interesting. And then also for John, I think Sansa is going to play a bigger role with John and motivating him in this next episode uh, or next season. Um, I think it's. Also, just, I think John's just going to get mad at her, mad at Sansa. I, but yeah. I think she, I think she'll do something stupid because she's Sansa. Yeah, and I right. think she'll die because of that, but I think it will lead to something positive for John or but, for Ari, something in that regard. But who's going to kill her? It, it just, it, with Sansa, I, I agree with Tony that with Sansa, it just doesn't seem like she's ever going to be in a situation where someone's really threatening her life because I don't think anyone sees her as a threat. I think she'd have to go out in a, in a, um, Septive Baylor type style where yeah. it's just a big massive purge of characters. Yeah, I think it would I think that I think that Sansa if she was if she was to die, it would be when, you know, White Walkers storm Winterfell. Winterfell yeah. yeah. And she gets trapped inside. Because it could she's be. gonna she... be she's gonna be trapped inside no matter what. She's not a fighter. She's gonna be in Winterfell that whole time. Yeah. See, I, I think I could easily see her saying, You guys leave you this is my like very much like you know this is my home i'm gonna die here i i spent forever getting back to here and this is where my stand ends like i'm going to be but in the, my home <laughs> i mean t- t- talking about talking once again about star wars episode eight <laughs> there's no reason like why would you say all right everyone take off i'll hold them off like, <laughs> there's no reason for her to go down with that yeah shit. 
There really yeah. isn't. I'm just saying uh, that I, I don't like her. So she doesn't really she have it. Yeah, she she has the mentality now of a of a character that's going to survive. She well, she second, knows how to do it now. I think. Yeah, I agree. I I agree. I, I'm saying I want her to die. I don't see her dying, but I want her to die. <laughs> um, I'm just, just getting, getting to the point. Uh, that's the second question for the the whole. I think well, just thing. on that too. Just on that question for to round round that out. I think that's kind of you know, the more I think about it too. Like that's pretty. That's what's exciting about this uh, this season too. Is like honestly, I feel like anyone could die. Yeah, yeah. And like it would make sense, and it, and I wouldn't be that surprised. So probably kind of crazy. And True. even like Danny, John. Tyrion, Jamie, Brienne, Cersei, even like these characters who I'm like have been really connected with, I I think it's all up in the air and I think that's so freaking cool on a show. Yeah. Um uh who's going to set on the throne kind of whatever. I think we should talk about more things before we come to that. Uh okay. because I feel like that's something that's going to be like all right, at the end, boom, who do we, where you, where you see your theory going. Sure. Yeah. Um and then for the whole dragon thing, um I still think I think the I think the pending doom, I think that we get I think the white walkers get another dragon. Okay. I think that would be something I could see happening. I think uh, the white walkers dragon dies right away. I think Viserion and 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 uh Ra- or Aegon or whatever the the dragons that are still alive names are (laughs) Rhaegal and Drogon Rhaegal and Drogon (laughs) I think that they go after the that dragon and they kill it because his their their fire will yeah he's undead fire but dragon fire I think still has I think living dragon fire will still have more power than undead dragon fire I don't know I feel like I'm I kind of have I kind of have two minds on this one I think first of all uh, Syrian really emotionally has very little stake in the show, so he could easily just go. <laughs> or, I mean, like for the show's sake, they could even have him be like a relatively insignificant death. Or they're not going to really worry about him because they only have so many episodes, and they're going to hit hard on that Drogon death. Yeah, and I think Drogon kills. I think the dragons go one v one. Drogon, something happens to Viserion, either dies or whatever. And then Drogon and I already forgot Rhaegal, because which one's the Ice Dragon now? Viserion. Viserion. Sorry, opposite of what I just said. Rhaegal, no stake. Viserion, Drogon go head to head, one v one. It's like a Clegane Bowl thing where <laughs> Drogon has to die, either fighting both dragons and sure. all three dying at the same time. And all basically. three dying at the same time, where Drogon kills the two to save Daenerys but then dies in the process and then Daenerys loses all her children in again what is very game of thrones tragic child death arc type thing now i think thus far it's all been said that this happens kind of early or something so are we saying john ain't riding no dragon Oof, I, don't know. I, think, I, I, think... I don't think it i don't think it's happening early because if if you remember from daenerys's um visions the red keep was burned down i yes. think that that is Viserion, the undead dragon, with the Night King coming to disrupt King's Landing. Yeah. So I think Fair. I think there's going to be a good one, two episodes of John 
the dragon rider before they find out really who the his parents are maybe and who knows it could turn into something good that they're both just like eh fuck it <laughs> we'll just keep it a secret that we're we're related <laughs> <That's true. laughs> yeah maybe they won't want to talk i mean it seems like it would just bring problems yeah <laughs> I also think it's got to wait a little while. I think we lose a dragon. And I'm not super picky whether it's Drogon or Rhaegal right away. I think we lose a dragon pretty early. Um, and I absolutely think they're all dead at the end. I think they're going to go for a very like net neutral ending yeah. where you wipe out the, you know, the, this inherent bad force that they've only ever been able to push back you know this the dark magic in the world but to do it you have to sacrifice these dragons which has already been shown to bring back the other magic in the world yeah um and i think that this is very much like the world moving forward from this like shatter point a very very lord of the rings ending where you know it's time it's the time of men now type of thing yes yeah and then, yeah, they all, and then <laughs> Legolas and Gimli come on the boats and they, they shuttle Tyrion off to Valinor because they think that he's that kind of dwarf. <laughs> I mean, for me, the dragon thing, I do feel, uh, I feel like they all die, actually, by the end of the show. And yeah, I feel sure. like they all die and I feel like there is other eggs discovered by the mm. end of the show. Um and I was trying to think, and I cannot remember in the book or in the show if it's ever mentioned the are they able to procreate these current dragons? Because I don't think they are. Well, they're all dudes. They're all males. But if you but but if you look at the books at one time, it commented that all dragons could could be male or female. Oh, really? Oh. Yes. So because of that, then the potential for them to mate. And that's why I don't think they comment on that in the show. And so that's why I never brought it up prior uh, was like, Oh, well maybe they can't like procreate, which is fine. Maybe um, Daenerys so then they're going to find some eggs in the ashes of their bodies. Well, or <laughs> I think there are eggs actually in, in Winterfell in the crypts. Ooh. Okay. That's where, that's where I think we're going to find dragons. And I think they're going to discover them middle of the show kind of thing, maybe near the end, uh, which is why I think Danny has to survive long enough to find them, to hatch them in that kind of way. Um, but I do think there are going to be dragons. I just don't think – I think the original three, I think none of them survive. That's fair. I mean, just to, just to clarify, certainly in the book mythology, I'm not sure if they've established it in the show – these were by no means the last three dragon eggs in existence. Yeah. Like, they're worth a lot of money. They're pretty rare, but they exist, but they're all just rocks. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. But uh, I'm talking about in, the, I think, in this show. Why, why do you think there's dragon eggs in the crypt of Winterfell? I just think it would be a place that it's going to work. I mean, I just feel like because they have so much value... And that place is, it's probably some sort of like heirloom or whatever that they kept them. Yeah. It plays into the theory that if Bran is all of the famous brands from history, that he would have buried some dragon eggs with him if he knew that that was going to be something that was needed. He's also going to have chains, you know, just in case. Just in case. Just in case the Night King needs to, (laughs) you know, get another dragon from the water. Hashtag. I, I'm there for you. I think we're all in relative consensus there. I don't know about how Rob feels, but I have a hard time. I just, ha- I don't know. I have a hard time visualizing any series ending that still has dragons around. 
Yeah. Yeah. Guys, I'm sorry. I have to pee. <laughs> oh, oh, by all means. I'm so sorry. By all means, Rob. <laughs> take a take a tingle break here. And uh, let's see. Oh. Do you guys have any stories you'd like to, to share as uh, we uh, pause the, the prompts? The song. The song. Are we going to pull oh, do you that? Want to, this is something we did the other or earlier in the week on uh, Facebook for the old radio station. To try and get other people as excited about Game of Thrones. Because uh, I assume Post Malone is a fan. He just seems the type that would be. And so he sang a little bit about it. It's actually on our Facebook page. If you want to see the video. It's nothing special. It's just me uh, doing, doing lip reading. All right. I'm back. Sorry. He rubs back. We don't even need to do it now. <laughs> I'll do it anyway. Said she tired of the office, need a new show. Something filled with characters and not too slow. Turn off Netflix, girl, hop on HBO. Crack a beer, sit back, turn on Game of Thrones, yeah. See a dragon, see a dragon, see a dragon, see a dragon while Daenerys pulling up. She got a lot of toys, too fire breathing, hot and spicy boys. She was kind of shy in the beginning, reluctantly agreeing to a wedding. Then her husband kicked the bucket and was burning. But Daenerys isn't stupid, she was learning. Yeah. Put the eggs in the fire and walk deep. Jorah Mormont was saying Khaleesi. But the gods had a plan for old Danny, proved it worth giving birth to three dragons. Wow. Later she freed all of the unsullied And she conquered every Dothraki Now she's in Westeros with her army Showing Cersei that she's worthy Got her saying wow Oh yeah and Jon Snow Died in season 5 but it wasn't so Melisandre brought him back and he's got gold CGI budget doesn't show us ghosts Met with Sansa, she's a sister Went to Winterfell and killed her mister Started banging Danny on a ship, son doesn't know it's his aunt. Night King's got an army and a dragon corpse to boot. Just burned down the wall and he continues coming through. Cersei said she'd help, but I don't think that was the truth. Jamie will not have it, leaves his sister and his boo. Used to have a hand, but he's got gold now. Leaves King Landing and then heads north now. Can't wait for season eight to see what's coming forth now. Is Cersei pregnant or is it fake news now? Yeah. Well, on Sunday, I guess we will all see. The beginning of the end is nearing. Who will win? Is it Euron and Cersei? Or will the dead kill everyone? Have a saying how? If Arya dies, then we will riot. If you're watching it, please just be quiet. Don't go spoiling it for the entire audience who cannot watch when it is live now. <laughs> Fucking crazy good shit. Really lost the rhythm there at the end, but got sick of coming up with rhymes. Was that an original song? <laughs> That that would be a that'd be a cover of the current number two song on the Billboard Hot 100 charts. Wow, by Post Malone, Rob. Oh, okay. I don't Please know. Please get with it. Post Malone face tattoo guy. He is face tattoo guy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Post Malone, Benedict Cumberbatch 2.0. I don't know if you guys saw those memes a while back where it was like everyone was just messing up his name and stuff. The best one was like postpone my student loan. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, good. Anyway, so great job, by the way. Well, Killed thank it. you so much. Killed it. It's not the it's not the G O T O P P song that we've been saying we're gonna do for uh, eighty episodes, but it's <laughs> or the Grease Lightning Demon Baby. <laughs> oh God, Show we need to do that. Baby coming out the vagina. <laughs> Demon baby. Demon baby. There's been so many missed opportunities on this show, and we've just filled, much like Game of Thrones season five, we've just filled such, so much of our time with bullshit. Yeah. Uh, anyway. All right. Let's get. Who else has got Hold some on, hold good on, stuff? hold on, Jeremy. 
Rob, how are you feeling? Are you better? I'm better. My bladder Can't... is is um, not as full anymore. My my, I'm sure my um, my mom would love to know. Did you did you shake it more than twice? Um, I don't know. I just did it the normal time, mm. the normal amount, which is probably more than twice. More than twice. Okay. No. Did you did you smack it to the left or to the right? <laughs> That is all. All right, Jeremy. No, I was just saying, so uh, what else? What else we got for some some cues? Some cues? Okay. Hans, do you have any anything you want to mentally predict. tackle? Hans, uh, as far as predictions? <laughs> yeah. What the episode's about? <laughs> that, that sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry. My cat was just freaking attacking the shit out of me for a second. Uh... Yeah, so my, I guess my, the way I was thinking about this was going to be more like character based. Like, what do you think happens to this character and this character? Perfect. But I feel like if we go down that road, it's going to get deep. It's going to get long. Yeah. Well, we got to start somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. How do you think, um, how do you think, because there's two battles left for season eight, in my mind. Okay. The battle for the living and then the battle for who's going to rule the seven, seven kingdoms. Do you think they're going to join as one? Do you think it's going to be a sort of a democracy like thing that, that, that Daenerys, not really democracy, but uh, sort of a Daenerys bullshit thing that happens where she just shows up and everyone starts worshiping her because she's got these dragons and she's killing all the white walkers. Uh, or do you think there's going to be an actual battle for King's landing or for the realm? I, Again, I wish we didn't know anything. It'd be more fun to speculate. The fact that they've built up this crazy filming schedule and massive financial budget around specifically the quote-unquote Battle of Winterfell. Ah, see, I didn't know that. Now you're just ruining things for me. Thanks, Tony. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, we've, we've absolutely said it on the show, so you must not be as big of a fan as you're talking about. Uh, <clears throat> um I'm very, it's tricky. I'm so, very but that, good but at to be fair, spoilers. <laughs> this could be, so I will just say, there is a theory that the White Walkers just don't go to Winterfell, and they go to King's Landing first. Yeah. Um, that is a theory that exists. I don't get it, <laughs> but it is a theory. Um, but I, I don't necessarily think the Battle of Winterfell has to mean the battle against the White Walkers. I think that that battle absolutely happens. Yeah. But I'm almost wondering if that is an easier dealt with threat than uh, we imagine. I do think that it yeah. implies that the dragons die early. Like, I think it, it's really got to even the, the score. But then the Battle of Winterfell could be just a battle. Cersei's trying to come on up to sandwich the armies. You know, John and Danny and their forces and everything are kind of weakened um, after the crazy shenanigans with the White Walkers. I think that the only thing going against that is Daenerys's visions, but yeah. it could be just a metaphor. We could, I mean, honestly, the fight against the the fight against the White Walkers could be uh, an, an easy victory. It depends on how it depends on how much the Night King hides himself. Because I mean, oh shit, true. Because if the Night King dies, the White Walkers are done. I forget that they introduced that Phantom Menace type yeah. uh, plot device. Good point. Because, I mean, they could, I mean, 
maybe that's how dragons the dragons die they're fighting each other while also the night king is on viserion and maybe daenerys and john are on on the other two and they're fighting and you know drogon gets a chomp on the night king burns him dead burns him alive and then boom the war with the, the white walkers is over it could be done in three episodes i do think the white walkers are dealt with in the first three episodes you do I mean, I, I shouldn't say that. I think the conflict between the White Walkers and John and Danny's forces are resolved in the first three episodes. Okay. Um, I, the White Walkers could win that and True. then move down to King's Landing, True. as you suggested. But I think that we um, we absolutely have that quote unquote battle of Winterfell early. I think it so. The burning of Sorry. the burning of the Red Keep could be in the first episode, because you could see you could see the Night King, you know, making a victory lap around Westeros. You know, he could just go straight sure. down on the on the on the dragon and just start burning shit. He sees King's Landing, he's gonna burn it, you know, and then come back up to the north once he's once he's done. He's making he's letting everyone know I'm here and I'm gonna conquer you, type of thing. It also doesn't have to be dragon fire. We know there are caches of wildfire True. in the city, which would probably leave more of a crater than a ruined castle. Yeah, but uh, there, you know, there's that whole Mad Queen theory. Cersei could shoot herself in the foot there. Yeah, I think the whole development of like the uh, the javelin spear that was shot at Drogon, and I feel like those are going to be somehow used with dragon glass to take down what I what I'm gonna argue is gonna be two ice dragons in a who, future battle. Who is going to throw those? So that's what I think I think Winterfell's gonna be overrun and I think yeah. they're gonna then have to almost end up in King's Landing for another standoff sort of situation. Oh, okay. And that's where and that's where I think Cersei's gonna die because Jamie's gonna be like, this is us surviving. We have got to stand. And yeah. these forces, these, these wildlings, whatever we have left, this is our people. And if you can't see that kind of thing, then that's going to lead to a conflict. And maybe that's when the Clegane Bowl happens. Maybe it's like a raiding party to overtake sure. King's Landing to kind of reestablish that. Um, I do think main characters <sighs> that are going to get down there are going to definitely be Danny. I think Jamie, I think John are gonna, is still going to be there. I think Tyrion is going to be there. I'm trying to decide on other Starks that are going to be around. Arya still has Arya still has Son, or uh, Cersei on her, on her list. Arya could kill yeah, Cersei. It absolutely could be. And then but the mountain I don't think and then the mountain kills kills Arya. I would say my, the mountain would be the only thing that could kill Arya because Arya's going to even though she's fast, he, she's trying to kill an undead person. Yeah. All our tricks are kind of useless. Yeah, and that would be a cool way for the game ball to happen, right? Yeah. Like, what if? Oh, it really would. Yeah. Arya gets killed, and the Hound just flips shit yep. and goes after him, and it's like one of those like <laughs> he just walks in there, murders the fuck out of people getting to him, and then the mountain like walks out, and it's just like dead in the street kind of thing. Because he doesn't need he doesn't need uh, any sort of emotional fodder to fight the mountain. But if we're looking for a reason to him to overcome his fire fear, that yeah. could do it. Yeah, yeah. And I think he honestly cares about Arya. I think that mm -hmm. reunion is going to sure. be one of the coolest for me. Yeah, that'll be cool. I'd like to see that. Uh, yeah, I 
am now thinking that your I don't know if you said it as more of just wild speculation, Rob. The more I think about it, the more your victory lap makes sense. Um, and I, I don't even I shouldn't even say victory lap, preemptive victory yeah. lap. I think what is the Night King have to lose from just taking the dragon, immediately bolting off down south, breaking havoc, wreaking havoc across the entire like countryside as you go, just burn here, burn here, burn here, yeah. raise an army and attack from every angle. Yeah, that's that's probably what that. Like he's shown whether or not he's separate from his forces, though. Yeah, but why not? The other whites, the other whites will still, or white walkers will be there, commanding his army. He doesn't have to be there. The white walkers can still do that to command the army onto the north, and he can he can leave and go raise a whole bunch of armies around all of Westeros. I'm not disagreeing. I'm just saying the show has not shown us leap. Him leaving and being locations without his army. True. Yeah, but it doesn't so, mean that he can't. No, no, I know it doesn't mean yeah. that, but I feel well, like that's that's something that's that I feel like from a strategy standpoint, a large army never makes sense, right? Small armies make more sense from from strategic manipulation and battles. So the fact that it's always been just like this giant massive force of like the whole slow moving winter kind of thing makes me think that that's how it's going to proceed. Well, I think that at this point, like maybe they can't attack or something, or maybe they're just kind of locked in place or whatever. If the night King is as in the know as he has been kind of foreshadowed to be, whether or not that means he has some sort of connection to Bran or not. Um, I think he's going to know that, Oh, they've got a way to take down dragons, but the people in the south don't know about the way to take down the undead. They don't have the dragon glass. Yeah. They're not going to be able to do anything to me. And he knows, okay, so what if I park my whole army here? Winterfell's not coming to me. Like, right. there's no way they win that fight. Their only chance is to stay in that castle. Mm-hmm. So so he's going to make a bigger army. Yeah. I mean, provided he's not on some sort of leash, I couldn't think of a tactical reason for him not to do that. Yeah, no, I don't... I. I... I think it's an interesting thought, and I, I agree, Rob. I, I think that's an interesting idea of fuck growing your army slow, right? Go yeah. out and just wreck towns and then suddenly raise another million people to just literally overwhelm everything else, right? I mean, still yeah. technically he's growing his army sh- slow because, I mean, it's been a thousand years since he's done anything. <laughs> so that's the slowest <laughs> army army growth in the, in the Seventh Kingdom. <laughs> so do you think that... With the dragon being a, a white, and it's, I'm assuming, not no longer given the color change and whatever that is coming out of the dragon, mm-hmm. is it no longer dragon fire, I take it? Because my only concern with that would be like, if people are being killed by the dragon fire, does that actually, can they be re- oh. risen Ooh. by the white walker? I don't know. Right. Interesting. Good point. Um, I am taking this. I was kind of imagining a, a Warcraft Lich King type scenario where the, there's just this like energy that kills people and raises them simultaneously. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I guess if yeah, if it is just super destructive, that is kind of fucked. I mean, he could be doing that to even lessen the the armies of the South, though. 
Well, yeah, that's, it could that's be. True. It could literally. Maybe he's not going <laughs> to raise him, but he's going to. He's tactically. Tactically, I mean, like for three seasons, we've been hearing. We've been hearing how Daenerys could take the Seven Kingdoms by with one dragon. So, tactically, if you have a dragon and you don't care about killing everyone, why wouldn't you? I th- I think I yeah I mean I think it's a good point I think if it's almost one of those things that's kind of a plot hole if they don't mention something about <laughs> it if he doesn't do it because it does make like he's got that much power I think the only way they could write it off without him doing something like that is um, is kind of getting to I think one of the bigger questions we brought up in the conspiracies is what what do the White Walkers want. Like, what does the Night King actually want? What is their ultimate goal? Is it really just to turn everyone into whites, or is this just a tool to get whatever this Night King wants? I don't. I, I don't know. I, I'd like to think that it's something more than just taking over Westeros, but I don't know. Yeah, because that's boring. That doesn't make sense. Yeah. Well, the problem is because on the one hand, it's like we've heard a lot about the war, the one war or whatever with with Rior and Rilor. I don't know how you say it. Um, the, the red god being the light versus the darkness and the white walkers very much being the epitome of that darkness. But we we also know that they were created by the children of the forest um, and yeah. that they were at least created for some sort of purpose. So it's not like they're like ancient slumbering demons. Yeah, they were um, created to, to kill men yes. by the children of the so, forest in the original so, war with, with the children of the forest. So maybe it's just a robot. That's all they're programmed to do. Thing, yeah, maybe. just kill men. Yeah, because I mean, because eventually, when I was reading up on the religions of the, of all of these things, uh, sounds riveting. It was very, because <laughs> <laughs> eventually the 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 first men had their their pact with the children of the forest, and they started worshiping the old gods. Mm-hmm. So. At that point, they didn't have to have a war anymore, so the Night King was still there, though, slumbering for a thousand years or whatever. So, I don't know. I don't know what made him fall back to sleep or whatever, made him lay dormant for so long. I think, again, I I think just being somewhat robotic or this pre-programmed to just kill men, again falls a little flat for me and i think one of the arguments against that is then why do all the symbolism and why put you know body parts in these shapes and like why why do those things and i don't know that's never really been explained yet i don't Um, think arts and crafts are fun (laughs) (laughs) they gotta keep morale up (laughs) i mean it could literally be any of like so like the old gods have there's there's like an infinite amount of old gods there's the you know they they consider a tree an old god and they consider the ground an old god the water an old god so there's so many different ones so if he if if they are agents of the god of darkness or whatever where there's the lord of light and maybe the lord of light also counts as an old god maybe they're all the same you know mm-hmm. the only one that never really fit into it is the 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 sept that religion didn't really make any sense with with yeah. the lore of the world, it seemed like well, it was all. I think it's just bullshit. Yeah, it's all just bullshit. It seems like. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I mean, don't you think like the old gods, like just like in Lord of the Rings, like the Ents are gonna come back and they're all gonna, all the trees are gonna fight for the for humankind. <laughs> Fingers crossed that we get some Ents. Yeah. 
Just some creepy ass weirwoods. Yeah. With their it, faces. And the hound's like, what the true. fuck is going on? <laughs> it is true that like all of the gods of the seven kingdoms, out of all of them, the only ones we haven't seen do anything are the drowned god and all of the, the gods of the seven. True. Do you think we'll get any uh, children of the forest or do you think that's tied up? I think that's I th- there. I think they're dead now. Yeah, it's interesting. In the books, there's another colony of them uh, south of the wall, actually. Oh, really? But um, yeah, like in the middle of the country on an island, I think in the crag. But um, I think the show's implying that they they wiped them out. Yeah, I think it's too late to introduce more. To try and introduce anyone else like that new. It would make sense to me from a book standpoint that they would still have a role to play given that they created the White Walkers. But um, sure. but yeah, in the show, I I agree. I think it's um, I don't I think it's too late to to bring them back now. Mm-hmm. I think the show is interesting again from the White Walker standpoint, or specifically the Night King, where you know there's a couple things. But as far as the Night King actually physically interacting with the world, we don't see much because the only time we really and I correct me if I'm wrong. I'm sure there's some little things here, but other than him, like riding on the dragon kind of towards the end, which to me was much more of just a show moment than anything. Yeah. Um, he almost always is just like kind of in the background watching, you know, he does kill that dragon with the spear the one time. Um, but the only other time we actually ever like see him touch anything is the babies that he turns into the white walkers. And then he touches brand, but it's not even in reality, right? It's in that kind of, that alternate the dream, whatever brand's yeah. visions things right. are. So it's just, it, it's interesting if he's as powerful as they kind of make him out to be that he stays so far back. And I wonder if there is like a fear that if he goes down, the whole thing's over. And that, well, I mean, that, that's I, why he is kind of protected the way he is. But yeah, he doesn't really make this effort to go be in, in a battle or anything. He always kind of just comes at the end or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. At heart home, no, he, a, at heart yeah. home, he kind of shows what he can do. Not in not in battle wise, but I mean, he at the end when they're all just sit, sitting at the the shore and he raises everyone that he just killed. But yeah, he doesn't. It's I get what Han's saying. Like it's it's all calculated. Like it's a mm-hmm. no risk scenario for yeah. him to walk down there at that point. Yeah, because even in that in Hard Home, they specifically show him just up at the top of that cliff watching with some other White Walkers, and that's kind of all he does until the battle's over, and yeah. then he walks down. It's just interesting that they've that he plays it pretty close to the vest like that. And I don't know if that's purposeful or if it's just for suspense building in the show purpose to yeah. you know have like kind of one final fight at the end with him or something. But I mean, I think that this actually might have unwittingly given me more fodder for Rob's theory because why would he be on that dragon if he wasn't about to just take off? Yeah, yeah. Why wouldn't he just command the dragon to do it without without him on there? Yeah, yeah. I think it's because he saw Danny doing it, and he's like, that looks fun. <laughs> that, that, that could be. <laughs> you know? He's like, dragon he's a... rides. This is a new thing for him. Do you think he? Uh, do you think the Night King dies by uh, fire or by Valerian steel, by dragon glass? I don't think fire can kill White Walkers. Do you think he I dies th- by fire, by Valerian steel? <laughs> I think it'll be. I think it'll be Valerian steel, and I think that. I think that it'll probably which, be which Valerian steel. I think it will be a mix mm. of John and uh, Jamie <laughs> teaming up together to take him out. 
Brienne. Ooh. Ooh. And I think she goes down in the process. And I think she saves Sansa because that's the thing. I can't think of an emotional arc where that involves Sansa dying, but I can think of one that involves people dying for her. Yeah, I think Brienne dies, sadly. I think Tormund and Brienne go down in the same battle. I think Tormund is dead. <laughs> I don't think Tormund's dead. I think we're still going to get a little bit of Tormund. I don't think Tormund's dead either. I think we get a little Brienne and Tormund in a tent before they go down. <laughs> So that's a, little... a good, that's a good question. Side mm. characters now. What are the stories sure. that you want to see happening with side characters that might not be fully finished? I'd like to see Theon's boat sink in the middle of the ocean. <laughs> not Euron's? Oh my Euron yeah, as well. Euron's They're both like, like... Yeah, they, yeah, all they, of their boats. Like they <laughs> miscalculate and they just ram into each other and they sink. They're like, yeah, first, oh, fuck. First episode, first 10 minutes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Done. The great joys are gone. <laughs> now we can get on with the show. <laughs> it's like what it says previously on Game of Thrones. And it just shows that clip. And they're like, because it fucking doesn't matter. <laughs> if Theon survives this damn series. No, I, I don't no. think at this point that he can't. Ugh. Because I still don't think that Yara has been made enough of a character that people give a shit about for Theon to die for her. Even though it would, the show wants to make us think that it would round out his arc, but it yeah. wouldn't. I just don't want him to survive. No, I think, I think that I Euron's going to kill both Yara and, and Theon. I think they both die, yeah, one way or another. And then, and then Euron will will most likely die from dragon fire. Uh, we can only hope. In a weird way, I think Gendry is a unique side story that we haven't gotten. We've gotten an idea of where there's some importance, but not enough. And I'm interested to see him because I see him coming back to Arya in a way. Um, that'll be interesting. It was not actually a conspiracy theory we touched on on Wednesday, um, but it was one that I kind of liked. Um, the conspiracy theory is that Gendry was Cersei's firstborn son. Timelines match up. Oh. Cersei talks about having a son that had brown hair, and like I don't know if he fell sick or what happened, but they said he died or something. And um, it's mentioned in the show. It's not in the books. But, and so that's why I was like, well, why would they make such a big arc out of this if it wasn't a thing in the books? What they said, what the, the, what the theory is that whoever it was hid Gendry away because of whether it was fear of Lannister influence or what. So as an option to be like, hey, if we need to, here's a rightful heir that we can kind of bring forward. So it kind of takes the place of this Targaryen character that doesn't exist in the show. Um this uh, this young griff tie-in that I've been missing from the books. And I don't hate the theory. Yeah, no. And I don't think Gendry's a bad character. I just I feel like if he was going to play such a big role, we would have more with him. Yeah. yeah. I don't think they can try to make him an A-list character at this point. Yeah, at but this point, they've, I they've, think they've lost survives. their chance to, to bring Gendry into the fold for being a, a contender for the to, for the throne. He's a side character, and I think that I think, I think that Gendry himself even knows that you know, yeah, maybe I do have some claim to that throne, but I don't want it. It doesn't seem like a character yeah. that wants it. Um, maybe if all I, everyone I just, dies, yeah, I don't know what his. <laughs> what What do they do with him? Like, it could be an emotional arc for Arya a little bit, um, him dying or her dying. Yeah, either way, but I again, I think there's just better things you can do with it. Yeah. I don't know. 
I kind of feel like he's just a, he's going to be a character that just has a somewhat like non-significant death. Like I think he's going to die on screen. I think he's going to die in battle. He's going to just be one of those characters that they have in the pocket that they can have a, you know, a a relatively meaningful death because it's a face that we know, but, but an easy one that they can just like write off. Here's a death that we can throw in this battle. Let's move on. Not one they need to spend a lot of time on. I think that's fair. If if now if if ninety percent of people don't get wiped out character wise, um, do you think the last episode's just gonna be like that cheesy nineties music where it shows a still frame of uh, a character and Cersei it's like, went on and Grajel went on to <laughs> graduate with his communications degree. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. has aspirations to run his own milk stand. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I think what do you it, think about Jacken? Do you think Jacken will be back in season eight? Ooh. I still have the theory that the faceless men aren't done with Arya. Um, but I think it's just too much to tie in. I don't yeah, I don't think they have enough time to bring in the faith faceless men to do anything that anyone would care about. I think that Although mm, if they're agents of the god of death and if the White Walkers are being ascribed to be the gods of death. True. But, but they, think with the they, bang. they think that the god of death is all of the gods. Yes. So yes. so I don't know if they necessarily would believe that that even the Lord of Light was bad in that sense of sense of it. Everyone True. is every god is is their god. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think that I think that there's another there's another possibility is if i mean game of thrones has done this throughout the seasons um where you know one main character dies and a you know a few a few side characters start to come into more of a bigger role you know yeah the hound dead i mean the first three seasons i guess the first season with the hound he wasn't really that big of a character you didn't get a lot from him and then now he's he's back and he's he's you know with that fight against everyone you know completely flip sides i think that it would be interesting we get we get a john we get a cersei we get a uh daenerys we get jamie we get Tyrion. they're all dead all the main all those main characters are dead. The world is left to our our hounds, our Brienne, <laughs> our Brienne of Tarth, our Gendrys, our our um, you know, all the all the characters that leaving the wheel broken. Yeah, breaks which the is wheel. The goal, right? Yeah. So, I got another proposition here. Just mm. switching gears a bit. Twenty dollars. Uh, <laughs> so battle of Winterfell, the white walkers and whites are there, right? Okay. Do they, you know, they, everyone's thinking that in Winterfell, the walls and everything are going to protect them. Does the night King or the white walkers, do they raise the dead from the crypts and oh, attack with an inside Winterfell and on the outside? It's the big thought, especially from that very first teaser that we get where like John and Arya and Sansa are in the crypts and they just have that like kind of terrifying mist come through, um, which I, I think seems more like a dream than anything. But yeah, the, the imagery is there. I think it's 
possible, <laughs> Ned's but at the same body time, he is walking around the bottom. Well, I don't but think yeah, but, Ned would so, Ned would do it because his his body was just ashes at that point, wasn't it? Because at the very least, bones. Yeah, but all of them would be bones. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, so they, they could be skeletons. skeletons. Yeah. yeah, they can do skeletons, but I don't know, like, have we established, do the whites have an increased strength? Because they're sealed in tombs, like. Yeah. It's true. That's a good point. But I don't, I, I it's got to play in somehow. It's got to, something about the crypts is significant because they showed it way too much in the trailers. My only yeah. thought process was that the, at Winterfell, they're behind the walls. They feel safe, and then that's their like that's their kind of mechanism to uh, breach. Is basically just raising more army within inside those walls yeah, and kind of sure. flanking from the. I guess it's not even flanking at that point. It's complete infiltration. Isn't that? Isn't the? Wasn't there a way out of the city through the crypts? Oh, and in, in, in King's Landing. No, in Winterfell. Uh, I don't know. I feel like I don't know. I, don't know I was a little confused about like when, where, when, and where things were happening when Theon was caught by Ramsay because they didn't really I, like. I know Osha hangs out in the crypts when she comes back to the Winterfell, right? Yeah. Yes, but they come back out through the courtyard. It could be there. There certainly could be. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I, I think. Know. I think the other big question that needs to be asked is from the most important, I think, from like a character-specific prediction, Who the, what the hell is going to go on with Bran? We talked about a little in the conspiracies, yeah. but like who is Bran? They have, they're, they're ha- if they don't have some crazy twist with Bran, it's going to be very disappointing. No, they, yeah. they absolutely have to. Um, and it's honestly the one thing that I, I can't find anything that fits into all the other stuff that I think is going to happen. Like whatever I come up with, throws everything else out the window i i just think that like bran is like they they try to make him important but the way that i see bran maybe doing anything maybe bran is the one who has to kill the night king maybe maybe being the three-eyed raven gives him some sort of agency or power over the night king if he's not also the night king i don't know that full conspiracy theory yeah, on how he becomes get, but, becomes the, or yeah. how he is the Night King. I don't even really get that conspiracy other than, like Tony said in our episode, other than the Instagram photos of them side by side and going, <laughs> they look kind of alike. <laughs> the, the, I wonder if we'll almost get like an Obi-Wan type thing with Bran. Oh, I he think, just I kind of bows out. Isn't kind of the prophecy of the Three-Eyed Raven like a thing saying that Oh, there's always got to be a three-eyed raven. Or do you think if the once the Night King is defeated, there doesn't have to be a three-eyed raven? I have no clue. Because it's just—I don't know. It's—it's it's confusing because everything yeah. that he does, the powers that he he has, like he's basically just an alarm system for for everyone. That's that's all I see him doing. Well, so I think that Bran is. I think that like the three-eyed raven is the old gods. That is my theory of that. Okay. It's not like a it's not like an eyes form. It's like that's just what we perceive as that. He he is basically tapped into the powers that they know as the old gods. Right. And he can use them to see through or whatever. Um, and I I don't know when or how it happens, but I think 
it's probably a willing decision and a knowing decision from Bran that in the end, when you know, I think that there will be this like total purge of you know extra planar stuff going on in Westeros that it'll kind of be instigated or in some way assisted by Bran, and he'll just kind of etherealize. <laughs> I, I think know. I know what happens. I just thought of this. Okay. Rhaegal and Bran. Bran wargs into Rhaegal. <gasps> oh, shit. Because what did they say about Bran? You won't ever walk again, but you, you will fly. fly. Oh, shit. <laughs> I, when you this said that, that's the first thing that popped in my head. I'm like, Bran's going to fucking fly. <laughs> this is great. Yeah. Yeah. I think Bran's going to take, said- take control of Rhaegal and do some do some damage to the White Walkers. And then I he's like going to be all like emo when they congratulate him on like saving. He'll be like, oh, don't thank me. I'm the or maybe this, maybe I'm this is how Danny goes down. You know, Bran sees some sort of turmoil building in her. She's flying up on Drogon. He takes control of Drogon, does a barrel roll. <laughs> <laughs> fries her ass and then yeah, just sends back her around. Ooh, I totally forgot about that you can fly line. Uh, I mean, everyone he has flown. He has flown. They've shown like him controlling him the ravens, but it's... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it could be bigger than that. It's a line that I think ends a season, so yeah. it's got to be important. Ooh, that's good. Good catch. Uh, Jeremy, let's get to your next question. Oh, so who sits on the throne? Um, and I will I'll cop out because I feel like... Oh, I didn't give you... So uh, Olivia said that, she, that the person she thinks is going to survive till the end, bar none, is Sam. Sam. Hmm. Okay. Um, that's, that's fine. Yeah, and it goes with my B character theory. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she says uh, Tyrion ends up on the throne at the end, which I agree with her, actually. <sighs> I feel like this is setting up Tyrion. And again, that doesn't mean that he earns it in the way i do think there are going to be other characters that we could argue could be on the throne i think he's going to be given the throne i think he's going to be told it's his instead of quote unquote taking it taking yeah i have a similar theory from your mindset where i think Tyrion maybe if Tyrion survives i think you're half right but they've kind of painted Tyrion to be this perfect, like, um, a- advisor. The fact that he can keep people's interests in check. Not necessarily that he has a knack for ruling, but the fact that he has a, a knack for understanding and advising. Um, which could be the same, but regardless. Yeah. There is a character, frustrating it as, as it may have been, that in Season 7, they kind of painted to be a little naturally good at ruling. And I think that through various losses and things, she is going to lose the desire to do that, but she will be given it, and Tyrion will aid her, and that is Sansa Stark. Ooh, so this is my other thing I was going to say with Tyrion. Tyrion's hand, Varys. Sure. Okay. How about that? That's, that's where I see Varys, because that was the kind of the question she also mentioned, is like, where's Varys? I think at the end, Varys chooses the people... Tyrion is the people that's why I think that's going that way I really think I, I think I I would buy that John 
and or Danny survive more than I buy Tyrion sits on the Iron Throne. Oh, I, I think I think John actually survives and gives up the throne. Like he doesn't want the throne. I think Tyrion equally doesn't want it though. I, I, so, oh wow, um, <laughs> man, get angry there, yelling at us. I don't know what's going on. My mic is picking up everything right now. It's like Rob. We know you have things to say. <laughs> I was looking at my thing. I'm moved it away a little bit. Um, so I think that there's, I think there could be a cool scene of maybe not just one person that will be the survivor of everything. I think maybe it would be kind of cool to have three people survive that maybe aren't necessarily best for being the ruler, but they could be the ruler. And so it would go on my Jamie Lannister. I think Sansa Stark. And I want to pick someone from like the, the Daenerys side of things. And the only one I could maybe see uh, staying. Cause I don't think that we're going to have all like, I don't think that we're going to have any more Lannisters other than one. Sure. Um, I could maybe see a Jorah Mormont. I think, I think he's got to go. I think that maybe we see those three at the very end living, standing in the red keep that's burned down. And they all kind of just like, they're all just been like, so who's taking this <laughs> type of thing? Yeah, you know what I mean? It, it could play with the whole, uh, you know, if they're, if they're, this is a fresh start where, you know, magic is gone, blah, blah, blah. You know, this could be capitalist propaganda yeah. down with the monarchy. So I have that same picture in my head, like has them all lined up. Yeah. Like all like giggling. All just kind and of they, like all at run it. and kind of like jump in the midair, <laughs> freeze frame. And it's like Game of Thrones. <laughs> My my picture is comical. is like right at the end of right at the end of season eight. You see the three silhouettes of the figures. They're all mm. you're you're behind the cameras behind them. They're looking at the throne, with with the burned off ceiling above it. Snow's coming down still, and they're all just kind of standing there. And then, boom, black. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't even know if I'd hate that actually. Yeah, I think that would be a good ending. Not telling us who's going to be the ruler. I think, yeah. I mean, I, I, I. Obviously, it could go a bunch of different ways, but I really don't think they put anyone on the throne. I think that it gets destroyed. I think I have three, <laughs> three completely opposite theories. <laughs> Just to, I'm casting a wide net. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think one, I uh, I definitely think they do some ending where they just leave it open, right? Where they, there's multiple people alive that with stake to this, maybe they bring Gendry back into this or something. Again, use him as just another like ploy to have in this line of like, well, who actually deserves it and does it really matter kind of thing at right. this point. And then they just kind of end it. And that, or I think they do, which I think would be cool, but I doubt they do it, is... You know, maybe a lot of people die. Maybe a lot of people kind of give up on this whole throne idea. It gets destroyed. King's Landing is pretty much in ruin at this point. Yeah. Jamie has to go through all this shit and basically, again, hitting that tragic arc, he goes and sits on the throne to rule nothing, basically. Oh, and then that's shit. his, that's just like his ending mm-hmm. is he's just has nothing left. 
He sits on it. It's all destroyed. There's nothing else there. Den- or whoever's still alive is up in Winterfell because they, like John or somebody, whoever is, they're not worried about coming down there. And uh, I don't know. I think, uh, I, like I think, and then my third is if anyone sits on the throne, like a true, like ruling, more of a happy ending. I, th- I hate to say it, but I agree with Tony. I was going to say, I was going to say, uh, Sansa Stark, which I absolutely hate, but. Well, I think they could turn it into a decent arc using that whole kind of reluctant, not quite, you know, super monarch thing, but yeah. it's gotta be like, there has to be none of that fucking bullshit. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And honestly, like if you, if you think about her arc and like all the, she's always been so close to like, you know, in the very beginning of the show, the only thing that she, she wanted to be the queen. Right. Yeah. And then she learned what it would act like, what it took and what that took from her was all those desires. And then to round out her story, basically saying, no, I absolutely do not want that. And then being forced to take it is kind of like a good arc for her. And it makes sense to me. Yeah. Even though I yeah. don't want that to happen. It makes sense then why they've, why she stayed alive this whole time. Yeah. Uh, do you guys want to do some rapid fire? I'm going to take tallies here. And then we can look at them at the end of everything, just to see by a majority consensus um, whether or not we thought that characters were going to live or die. Okay. I like it. Okay. Um, I'm still writing them down. So, <laughs> so talk wants to, amongst yourself. Yeah. If someone wants to, to bring up another point or something real quick, as I just fill out the list a bit more. So you're on Greyjoy. <laughs> Is a cock. Let's, I think that, so he's, He's currently going to get the the third sons or the second whatever the the golden company the golden company right now. Do you think that he makes it to Westeros with the golden company? Yes. Yeah. Because I think that that plays into this battle being a very big thing. Okay. They made a point. Cersei made a point to say something and something something about elephants. I think they're looking for a way to introduce elephants into the war. <laughs> uh, and and which means that they're going to add undead elephants. Got it. Absolutely. <laughs> because I think the yeah, I think I'm that surprised. the Golden Company will be the first ones dead. Oh. I don't think. Yeah. I don't think that they're going to make it to any war. I think that they may be marching north. And then the White Walkers get them and because they're definitely not prepared for that. See, I think that actually be a cool way for Euron to go down. Like, he's up there with his ships. Maybe he's trying to, like, sail away. And then that's when the Night King brings the dragon and just wrecks them all. That could be cool. Hmm. And satisfying, right? Like, Sure. Any way that you kill Euron Greyjoy would be satisfying, satisfying. to me. I don't know. Because think, he thinks I he's think going to get away. He thinks he's going to run and like you know, I think be that, in the water and be safe. I think that he will drop off the Golden Company, and I think that he will be gone. I think that he will leave his Thousand Fleet men, and I think he's going to run to somewhere else, just like he was, like he did before. But why, why bring the Golden Company at all, then? <sighs> it's got holes, Tony. It's got holes. <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe he I think maybe he brings the Golden Company to King's Landing and he stays with Cersei in King's Landing for a little while. I don't think he's going to join the fight up in the north. Okay. Okay. And I think that we'll see some 
I think we'll see some inner turmoil between their budding relationship. <laughs> yeah. And and I think that maybe Cersei will kick him out. It could be a thing that he does that she does. All right, I've got a again, this 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 there it's not possible for this to be every character, nor do we have time to do that. But I I've written what I think are a lot of big ones and a couple interesting side characters. And uh, just to burn through this real quick, I, I say we establish protocol here. I am going to introduce the name of the character, and then we'll just go Hans, Jeremy, Rob. In order, you just say dead or alive. I'll make a tally, and then I'll make the final one and move on to the next character. And okay. I got a little surprise for everyone. Ooh. Ooh. We, get a, we get a guest player <gasps> to the game. Oh, shit. Is it the elusive it is the ever elusive Jenna is gonna What's up, play. Guys? Hi, Jenna! <laughs> oh my gosh, Jenna! We just I'm got another two views for this episode. J girl. <laughs> All right, this is actually good because now there can't be a tie, so we'll have uh, decisive answers here, so, no matter what. So, what's the order? Let's go again. Uh, okay, so now let's go. Uh, let's go. Uh, Hans, Jenna, Jeremy, Rob. Okay. So then I will I will just say a character and then me. Um, are you ready? Yeah. Yeah, you know Dead me. Dead or alive. Oh, that's... Do, do, do I have to go first every time? That's brutal. <laughs> Suck it up. Yeah. Let, Quick decision. We'll do it for a few and then we'll switch it up. But the idea okay. is to just to keep it rolling. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. Yeah, well, yeah. okay. No, no. Tell you what. Tell you what about this. We'll keep that that order of the circle but we can switch it up so it's like hanji go first the first time jenna goes first the second yeah. time then jeremy we're okay. gonna fuck that up but let's yeah. just do it. we might we'll we'll fuck anything up <laughs> <laughs> let's just guarantee that all right dead or alive at the end of season eight davos dead 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 alive alive the hound jenna dead alive dead Dead. Dead. Jon Snow, Jeremy. Alive. Dead. Dead. Alive. Alive. Daenerys Targaryen, Rob. Alive. Dead. Dead. (laughs) Alive. Dead. Uh, Tyrion Lannister, uh, dead. Alive. Dead. Alive. Jeremy, what'd you say? I said alive. My bad, Jenna. Okay. You're good, you're good. Uh, Sansa Stark, Hans. Alive. Dead. Dead. Alive. Alive. Uh, Arya Stark. Alive. Although I did really like that that Clegane Bowl theory. (laughs) It was a good one. It was a good one. Alive. Dead. 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 Uh, Bran, or th- the three, <laughs> the three-eyed raven, the artist formerly known. Whatever the hell it means. <laughs> yeah, I think he's got. I think he's dead. It's Jenna's turn. Yeah, Sorry, so shut I got the- excited about that one. I would say alive. I'm gonna say alive. Dead. I think from a physical sense he's dead. So I'll put dead. <laughs> Already said, said dead. Okay. Uh, Jamie Lannister. Uh, uh, Jeremy. It's me, right? Uh, alive. 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 
It, ooh, ooh, unanimous. It's our first unanimous one. <laughs> ooh. Yeah, he's definitely dead. <laughs> <laughs> Cersei Lannister. Dead. Uh, dead. Dead. Alive. <laughs> Jeremy. Dead. Jenna. Come on. <laughs> we all know so that skank's gonna die. <laughs> All right, maybe uh, maybe we can do it here. The mountain, dead. Uh, dead again, I suppose. Dead. True. Dead. Dead. Ding 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 ding. Uh, Brienne of Tarth, Hans. Dead. Alive. Alive. Oh, sorry, Jeremy. I went before. Sorry. Dead. I think she's dead too. Uh, you're on Crachel. I mean, Jenna. I hope dead. <laughs> Ooh, that's the correct dead. answer there. <laughs> Alive. No. Dead. <laughs> dead. That might have been out of. All out right. of. Out All of right. uh, I got to prepare mentally to answer this one. <sighs> Theon Greyjoy. Oh. Jeremy. Alive. Dead. Alive. No. He's dead. I really hope dead. More than Euron? If that statement, I just have to ask. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. Yara Greyjoy. I think Rob. Dead. Alive. Dead. Alive. I would say alive. Ah, crap. Because there wouldn't be any Greyjoy. I I feel like they're not going to wipe out the Greyjoys, though, completely. Yeah, that's why they're going to keep Euron. (laughs) 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 All right, this this one's going to be tough, y'all. This one might be tough to swallow. Sir Bronn of the Blackwater. Oh. Um, I don't remember. I think it's Hans. Let's say it's Hans. I don't want to start. Ah. I feel like I've said dead way too many. There's no one left in my world. <laughs> I think Hans yeah, is killing off everyone at this point. Except uh, for Jamie. I'm just going to go alive. Even though, yeah, I'm going to mix it up. I'll say dead. I'll say alive. I think alive. Jamie ain't alone if Bronze around. He's dead. Yeah. Oh, shit, yeah. Uh, Jeremy's favorite character, Gendry. <laughs> you, know you know the one in Winterhelm. <laughs> Winterfell. Um, Jenna, Gendry, dead, alive, alive, alive. Yeah, I do think he's alive. <laughs> uh, Jeremy Varys, dead. Mm. Man, I don't really see a way that he dies or lives. I, I know, which is why I'm going dead, because I feel like he's going to die. <sighs> I'm going to say dead. I feel like Varys only dies to give Tyrion something, and I, I'm very confident Tyrion dies, so I'm going to say Varys is alive. I'm also going to say alive. Dead. Uh, all right. Khaleesi. <laughs> it's Jorah Mormont time, Rob. I think alive. Uh, I think he's alive too. Yeah, I think he's alive, but only because Daenerys dies. If yeah. Daenerys lives, Jorah definitely dies. So, with my current theory, Jorah stays alive. I say alive. I say alive. Ooh, nice. 
Ding ding! That is not one I expected to be unanimous. So we got oh. Jamie and Jorah. My mostly because my last mostly because I don't even think I agreed with myself. <laughs> my last three are still alive. Yeah. Well, Jamie, Jorah, and the and the mountain. Well, but we kill the mountain, so it doesn't. Really we do matter. kill the mountain. That's yeah. true. Um, all right, Samuel Tarley. Uh, I think that Sam. I don't think it, Matt. I I think he's alive. Sure. Sam can live. I don't really see. No, it's not my turn. I, I think he's alive. 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 I'm going to say alive. Ding, ding, ding. Because it seems like it would be brutal for for them to... Because wherever wherever Sam is, Gilly and Sam the baby are going to be. And it feels... We're all it saying feels, that Gilly's alive too then. feels brutal that they would kill a baby and the mother <laughs> on the show. Yeah, I didn't put... Uh... Here, let's do it right now, just because I disagree with you, Jeremy. Um, Gilly. Is it mine? Should I, I start with it? I don't sure. know whose turn okay. it is. Yeah, start it. I'm going to say alive. Alive. Dead. 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 Well, you guys are cold-hearted so you think, killing Gilly. I think, I think Sam's raising that baby on his own. Yeah. Okay. I, here, I'll, I'll put it down. Lil Sam. Uh, Rob. Uh, alive. Alive. Yeah, I... I gotta say, alive. <laughs> it's just a little too dark. <laughs> um, uh, Gray Worm, I think, is dead. Ah, uh, no, I changed my mind. I think he's alive. Uh, was not confident on that one. I think he oh. dies. Still, I'm not confident. I think alive. Dead. Jeremy. Mm, I don't. I'm gonna say alive. Here's the here's the only thing that made me change my answer real quick. Um, as I break my own rules and <laughs> break from the rapid fire format, um, Gray. Nobody has ever taken Danny up on the many times that she has said, "You are not. Be, I am not your master. You can leave at any point. Like blah blah blah. You do. You're not." beholden to me i want you to serve me they've made it a big point to say that people can walk away if if things are going wrong and i think that that'll be a big push as some people leave there i don't know um on the topic of gray worm uh attached by the tongue nowadays (laughs) misande i think jenna alive this is where i struggle because i feel like there are are good enough done so i'm gonna say dead okay i i I think it's the opposite of way jeremy feels on on a a character that's doesn't have as much importance i think those ones are gonna live so i think masande's living i think that we don't really have many if any (laughs) sort of happy cohabitative endings thus far i think that's a good one that people are into enough uh, but isn't like major to the story i think she lives yeah i think she lives too uh, the man with the magic dick, Podrick Payne. <laughs> Jeremy. Alive. Oh, sorry, that's me. Um, dead saving Tyrion. Mm. Mm. Ooh, Not dead good. saving Brienne. Mm. I think it's opposite. I think if Brienne doesn't go down for Sansa, she goes down for him. So yeah. I say he's alive. Mm. Yeah, I think he's an easy one to keep alive. Dead. <laughs> <laughs> dead. <laughs> Did, uh, all right. And the last one on my list, but you guys can feel free to add some more if you think there are pertinent ones. Uh, the Night King, I think Jeremy, dead. 
Dead. Dead. Dead. Dead. Ooh, we are so wrong. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've, I've, I've got a, I've got one to add. Please, Drogon. Ooh, oh, yeah. But didn't we all say all three dragons are dead? Yeah, I think all. Tri- we did, but I got. I want to. Oh, okay. good point. Good point. We got a. We got an extra guest here. Okay, so I good don't point. think so. So I, think I will I think say Drogon lives. I will say dead. Ooh. Okay, I will say dead. Yeah, dead. I'm dead. Okay, but you think now? Do you think the the uh, any of the other dragons stick around? Not the the one that's on the Night King side. That one he, dies. He's sure. kind of got to go. Yeah. Yeah. What about uh, Rhaegal, the other living dragon? Think he goes? I don't think so. Okay. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll put so that. We one got down two dragons staying. So again, not to not to uh, monopolize this thing here, but I kind of want to throw in what I assume who I assume is still alive, Ghost. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, okay, Ghost. Um, dead. 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 Yeah. I'm alive. I mean, at this point, if we even see him in this season, it's a miracle. <laughs> I, th- uh, I think he's got to go. I think Ny- Nymeria also dies, for what it's worth. I think we'll see her die. <laughs> Hot pie? Um, Ed Sheeran. <laughs> oh, <my> gosh. <laughs> If he dies before that fourth album drops, I'll he be so He comes back to win it all. <laughs> Ed Sheeran sits on the Iron Throne. I sang it on during that episode, even. And it's going to come true. Uh, any? Uh, are we missing any like big characters? I'm sure we are. Tormund. Tor- I, okay. Tormund. Yeah. Tormund. Tormund. I don't know when I started writing this list in cursive, but somewhere down the line I did. And now I can't read it. Uh, <clears throat> all right. Tormund. Uh, Jenna. Dead. Dead. Alive. I think he is dead, so dead. <laughs> uh, alive. Okay. Any of the other banner? Brotherhood without banners? Here, how oh, about yeah. a... Um, Varric Targaryen. Or not. Varric Targaryen. Varric Targaryen. Varric Dendarian, or whatever his name is. Uh, all right. Varric. Give me a... Give me Varric, Jeremy. Uh, I'm gonna say dead, Rob. Um, alive. Again, he is dead. So dead. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna say uh, not agreeing with Tony in the way he's saying it, but <laughs> I'm gonna say dead. I'm pretty. I'm thinking. I'm kind of on that. Uh, the whole magic, mystical stuff's going down. Mm. I'll say dead. Okay. Okay. Oh. Uh, here I gotta. We couldn't kill Lil Sam. Can we kill Liana Mormont? That's exactly who I was going to bring up. Uh, Liana is alive. I agree. Yeah, alive. Alive. Yeah, uh, yeah alive. Ding, ding, ding. Okay, Damn. so we have so we have a little bit of foreshadowing with this character, but the Go Red Woman. Point? Ooh, because yes, she said she has to one. return to that continent to die, but. Melisandre. Dead. Yeah, dead. 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 Ding, ding. Damn. I think that's our, uh, except for the mountain, our first unanimous death. Oh, and the Night King. Yeah. Is there anyone else? Let me just, here, I'll pull up a list of 
<laughs> now this is going to be every character who's just ever given a name. Uh, Game of Thrones characters. The see, I've I didn't realize there were so many freaking characters left until we started going down this list. Yeah, it's true. There there are a lot. Um, we can, like what about Jack? And- I mean, we could get Jack and Hagar coming back. Well, no, we can't because Jack and doesn't exist. Right. Exactly. I don't even think he's mentioned in the season. Uh, okay. All right. Here, I got. I got one. Dario Naharis. Ooh. I, don't, I, think see, I, don't, I don't think we get him at all. I don't all. think we see him, yeah. So I'll say alive. <laughs> I'll say alive. Yeah, I don't think we see him either. So I'll say alive. I'll say dead. <laughs> nice, alive. I respect that. I respect that. What about um, the maester in King's Landing? Kyburn. Oh, Kyburn. The guy that's not yeah. maester? Yeah, the guy that's not a maester. Kyburn is hella dead. Yeah, he's got to go down. He's dead. Yeah. Dead. Dead dead yeah just trying to think who kills him how's he die i think he just dies uh i think the hound throws him off like a, think, seeing how he would die i mean it, it, it's maybe there is a a wildfire explosion or a dragon fire explosion or whatever and maybe he's part of that causes it or something <laughs> it could be you know finally be. finally karma catching up with them I, I kind of like the uh, I, I I don't th- it can't be meaningful for anyone so I do think it kind of has to be in a situation yeah semi like that I'm gonna I'm gonna unless anyone has any last addendums here to nope. this that's I it. think that's all the characters <laughs> just because we yeah everyone <laughs> I was I, I'm I'm not confident on about ninety percent of my answers. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was up in the I air. think that's what the beautiful thing about it is. <laughs> yeah, I think the scores on this is going to be great. Are you going to are you going to keep track for us, Tony? When the when the show it, of who it, of who if whether or not majority wins or not? Yeah. Yeah, I will absolutely keep track. It's like our version of March Madness. <laughs> I wrote it all I wrote it all down, so we've got it. Well, actually, I mean, I didn't write who voted for what. Yeah, that would be a bit much, but um I just wrote majority rules, basically, but I'm sure we'll remember. We can always look back. I think for the ones that we care about, we'll remember. (laughs) Exactly. Did you see the uh, late night with uh, Arya and uh, for the whole, like, April Fool's Day thing? I don't want to know about it because they said that that she spoiled a bunch of stuff. (laughs) Well, no, it was like an April Fool's thing. Oh. Yeah. But it made my heart drop. Yeah, when she said, I die in episode two, I was like... She played it very well. Because the second she said it, it, I did not buy it. But then the way they played it into it, she did very well. It was smart. Yeah. Fuck. Now, when she dies in episode two, (laughs) it's going to be even better. (laughs) Sluts. Uh, Well, that's... um, Do you guys have any... Have we tackled all of Olivia's questions? We're kind of... Yeah. Really at length here. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was good. <laughs> but I think we've established the, the fates of all major characters, any big twists or anything. Uh, Jenna, just because you just recently popped in here, what are what are your thoughts as far as do you have anybody sitting on the throne at the end? I'm hoping for Daenerys. Oh, okay. That's fair. Yeah, I think you're the only person that said that. <laughs> Yeah, we all I don't have any evidence or <laughs> theories. Just hoping for Daenerys. I think if it happens, I 
if it's done right, I'm not opposed to it. I mean, I think we're all kind of hoping for John and Daenerys to rule the Seven Kingdoms together and be the saviors of the realm. (laughs) But do we really think that's going to happen? No. (laughs) Would you be disappointed? Because I wouldn't be disappointed, actually, if that actually happened. If it was a nice... Happy ending. I'd be like, "Oh, that's cool." Ugh, it would be such. It's a, not gonna happen. It would be such Still. a three sixty for the series. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's gotta be. I mean, there has to be a level, a pretty hefty level of bittersweetness yeah. to it. I think, but um, maybe John gets. You know, maybe John loses his arms. You know, and then he's like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like just a bean pole. Yeah. Then he's You're like, right. I still love you, John, even though you can't touch me the way you used to touch me. Maybe John loses his arms. And then John is like, but I can still make love to you. And that's how it like, fades to black. Oh. <laughs> can you put that down for one of my predictions? That's the bittersweet ending we've all been hoping for. John loses his arms. <laughs> I just like I just like that the expression bean pole came out of that somewhere. You know, he's just like one little pole. Oh. John Snow, the Black Knight. Uh, <clears throat> this has been Thrones and Scones. This has been uh, our final episode before season eight, which uh, is on Sunday. Have we decided when we're going to air these episodes yet? From the when, uh, Wednesday Friday, or do you mean the? No, no, I mean, uh, oh, I mean, I see, like, I so for Sunday's episode, we obviously cannot air it on Sunday. No, absolutely not. Did we say a day? I think w- Wednesday. Wednesday nice in the middle there. You just can't do yeah. Thursday. That's when my podcast comes out. <laughs> we wouldn't. We would not dream of it. <laughs> we would always piggyback uh, off of you anyway. So, Don't worry about it. Let's say tentatively Wednesday it is. And speaking of, of course. People should know by now, but Rob, your podcast is a thing. Yeah, and Rob's your uncle, com. if you want to give us a listen. And uh, Jenna, your podcast? Yeah, Jenna, what's your podcast? <laughs> this is my first podcast, guys. <laughs> I, you, You've done better than Jeremy, and this is his 80th, so. <laughs> uh, true story. I'm kidding, buddy. One can't. other thing. Ooh. Tony, tell me how that maple gingerbread's going. Oh, I would be happy to tell you. <laughs> it, it is a craving that my lips thought of, not in a season. And I don't want to take up all your it. time, but that's all we have for scones. <laughs> Are we letting that son of a bitch end our show? You've got to be fucking kidding me. He comes on like four episodes, acts like he fucking runs our podcast. So much smarter, wittier than us. Is this what that feels like? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cock, take it in. My world just shattered around me into tiny little bits of flaky pastry. Yeah, and Jenna, your your scones look great, by the way. You keep that up. They look fantastic. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Uh, uh, what was your uh, favorite scone you made, by the way? Uh, are, are you down with G.O.T.? Yeah, you yeah, know, you know, you know me. me. That 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 broke my heart, right? <laughs> I wasn't ready for that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I had to do it to someone. 
Yeah, we usually only interrupt Jeremy. <laughs> I'm, Jeremy made me laugh real hard today. I had to stick up it, for him. <laughs> it wasn't even gonna be. I was getting ready to go like, oh yeah, it wasn't even a wasn't even a seasonally appropriate one. But you know what? I decided to do it. And it was all you right. could do it now and then just cut me well, out. It's too late. No, it was it was good. It was too good. It was great actually. That scone was was killer though. They were delicious. Lots of molasses in the scones. Interesting. They were they were tacky little suckers to make, but they turned out very good. Did you add a lot of sugar to counterbalance how like bitter the molasses is? I mean, molasses is just sugar, so oh, I don't I think know, there was any I feel like it's so sugar. like I don't know. I don't, I don't I don't enjoy the flavor of it very much. Yeah, well, I just I usually try not to eat it by itself because it's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that was a, a very pleasant surprise, Jenna. Thank you for gracing us with your voice. <laughs> Thank you. Do you have any tales that you'd like to share here in this beautiful post-episode world? Any any what? Tales. Any, any tales? tales you? <laughs> any yarns you might like to spin, milady? No, I'm too elusive to share. Oh, that's fair. You you give and you take. <laughs> Her skills are pretty crazy. You're actually going to listen back to this recording and uh, <laughs> her voice is just not going to be there. <laughs> it's just going to be gone. Is it going to be someone else or no it's one. just going to be nothing? <laughs> just nothing. It's going to sound like we're crazy people. <laughs> Jenna's voice is just at the per- perfect frequency that mics can't pick it up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm surprised I'm not, if, if, I, if I make the cut for the episode, they might just cut me for, for cutting off Tony. <laughs> <laughs> cutting off Tony. <laughs> that's true you know what actually scrap these past two hours i'm pissed fuck this podcast fuck you guys i'm deleting the web page right now all of our dozens of viewers are going to be so distraught 